Hey, hey, thanks for joining me on the Meg Ellison Show. Are you superstitious? Sometimes I think I am. I don't know, maybe you have certain idiosyncrasies, quirks that you do out of superstition. I know sometimes it's just kind of funny to joke about, you know, the magic eight ball here in the studio. I do have one, actually. It's actually in a drawer right now, but... That's a bit superstitious, I must say. If you'd like to join the conversation this morning, 715-845-2155. Did your head explode from that last segment with my guest, Will Martin? Ooh, I, I sure was uh, ready to... I, I mean, it, it re- it's not as if I'm surprised by any of it. It's not as if that shocks me in any way. I guess what's more important is that we make more people, uh, and you know, as Rush Limbaugh characterized them, the low-information voters, aware of that and and to give them something to think about, particularly those, well, and and really we're footing the bill for all of that. So those of us who work in the private sector, how much waste is in our government? I know uh, Senator, United States Senator Rand Paul puts out a report on government waste, fraud and abuse annually. And I think it's, I can't remember, I think it's right around Christmas time. I can't remember I don't know if it's like he calls it the Festivus. I don't know. I, I, I'll have to look it up. But some of what he notes in that report would make your head explode multiple times. All right. So I'm going to share this Conley commentary, brilliance, from our very own Chris Conley. He shared it, obviously, just this morning, and it's available on our website, WSAU.com. I want to share it with you. It's, uh, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't characterize it as breaking news, per se, but it's certainly something that you need to be aware of, and particularly if you are uh, a taxpayer here in Wausau and you are contemplating uh, whom you're going to support in the upcoming mayoral election, here's... The Conley commentary from today. What if it's not really about replacing lead pipes? Mm -hmm. Chris asks. Here's a reasonable question about Wasa's plan to replace 8,000 lead water lines. Why just Wasa? Why are leaders in Stevens Point, Marshfield, and Wisconsin Rapids blissfully unconcerned about lead water lines in their communities? Hmm. Maybe it's because Wausau Mayor Katie Rosenberg has a higher political ladder than the leaders of those other cities. Some liberal dreamers see her as a state senator or a congresswoman someday. So she was invited to a White House get the lead out junket. No offense to the mayors of other cities in our area, but none seem likely to climb above their current offices. And a few months later, the White House sent a policy wonk Tom Perez, to Wausau for a photo op with the mayor. No worries. We have a public-private partnership with a company called Community Infrastructure Partners. Get used to that name, CIP. They'll get federal grants to do the work, no cost to the city or to homeowners, a free lunch for Wausau. Where do you think that money comes from? I mean, 
hello, taxpayers. Okay, that's my little interjection. Only we found out now that the leaders of Community Infrastructure Partners, CIP, were in business as another company a few years ago. That company was called Corvius, and Corvius took federal grants to fix up college dormitories and military housing. The work was shoddy. What did happen was that Corvius got huge amounts of federal grant money. And surprise, their corporate management team, guess what, are all big donors to Democrat candidates and causes. Oh my gosh, how convenient. So it wasn't really about fixing up housing. It was a money transfer. Federal dollars that turned into Democrat campaign cash. That's exactly what's happening with lead pipes in Wausau. Sheboygan and Milwaukee are also going to be lead pipe removal cities. Hmm. I've asked in these commentaries, why are we also replacing lead sewage pipes, which carry used water away? There's no chance of humans ingesting the water once it's flushed down the toilet or goes down the drain. But it does jack up the cost of doing the work. Again, how convenient for this Democrat donor-inspired company, right? Okay, that's me again. So, more grant money for community infrastructure partners and more money to kick back to Democrat causes. So, what should happen now that this lead replacement project is exposed? Everything must stop. An ordinance that orders the removal of lead pipes should be tabled. Remember, if this is so urgent, why is only Wausau in a frenzy on the issue? And the contract with community infrastructure partners should be scrapped. Their management has a poor track record. Which brings us to the more important question for our mayor, Katie Rosenberg. Did you know that Community Infrastructure Partners is a Democrat donor funnel? Mayor Katie? For instance, are any of the companies involved in lead pipe removal campaign donors of yours? Or were you kept in the dark to play the role of a useful idiot? All right, that from the brilliance of Chris Conley. If you'd like to join the conversation, (laughs) I see him in the other studio, (laughs) 715-845-2155. All right, so here's another little boondoggle that I'll talk about briefly. I asked this of my first guest this morning, Kevin Hermaning. So I saw this. This was in my inbox yesterday morning. 2013 Biden blueprint reveals illegal, so their their, um, term is migrants. I like to just say illegals. Reveals illegals as only way for Democrats to replace American voters. Arguing that demographics is destiny, the authors explain how the Democrat Party can take over red states one at a time. Purple ones, too, I'll say. The Center for American Progress, again, another left-leaning organization, a far-left think tank founded by current Biden climate envoy John Podesta, published a policy blueprint in 2013 laying out how the Democrat Party should use the 11 million, they like to call them undocumented immigrants, illegals in the United States to replace U.S. voters. If you don't think 
that it's happening if you don't think that that's what their objective is then you're then you're 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 woefully ignorant that's all i can say 715-845-2155 if you'd like to join the conversation all right so saw this too i haven't looked into this yet i'm almost wondering if i should hold off on okay well i'll ask about it and then you know maybe someone knows more about it than i do but headline rnc chair and that's uh rona romney uh backs registered democrat in new york special election that could swing house control so this is the uh special election george santos you know who was removed i mean honest to god they can't find a uh a, a well, I was just going to say a Republican uh, that run that's running for federal office that doesn't lie. No, I, I mean you'd think. Okay, so maybe it's it maybe it's New York. I don't know. I don't want to rip on uh, all New Yorkers, but so this New York special election, which is the third district, obviously following the ouster of former congressman, former disgraced congressman George Santos. Uh, so now is more controversy. Uh, because evidently the Republican Party, and this is the Republican Party presumably of New York, has selected to take his place, a candidate that is supposedly a registered Democrat. How does that work? So I guess, uh, can they not find a qualified Republican to replace him? Is New York so far gone that there isn't anyone that could replace him? 715-845-2155. All right, so saw this. I don't know if you'd call this vindication as much as you you just would. You'll you'll hear this and you'll say, oh yeah, I agree with this. And it's interesting. I read it over a couple of times, but uh, the title and this is from a, the Substack called Sensible Medicine. Uh, Vinay Prasad is the and I'm probably mispronouncing his name. My apologies, Mr. Prasad. But uh, the the Substack. Uh, says, or the subject of it, masks are nearly all off, but our personal mask choices show that most people behaved illogically. Yeah, well, I mean, that was kind of obvious to many of us. There is an old George Carlin joke on the freeway, everyone driving slower than you is an idiot, and anyone driving faster is a maniac. I think, isn't that funny? That's really kind of true. That's sort of how I drive. I mean, not like a maniac or not like an idiot. I mean, I'm just sort of, I stand, I stand in judgment of everyone else. No, well, anyway, I think many of us feel the same about masking. Anyone who wears it longer than you is an idiot, and anyone who took it off sooner is a maniac. Well, I'll just say, I, and you know this, I never wore a mask to begin with. So, I mean, it was a rare occasion. I visited my son who was in the hospital. And uh, yes, I was forced to wear a mask or they would have thrown me out. Wanted to see my son, of course. But I, for the most part, as soon as I got in, pulled that thing down and wore it more as a uh, um, scarf as opposed to (laughs) as as a neck accessory, as opposed to covering my mouth. At the airport in San Francisco, masks are nearly completely gone. San Francisco, of course, is the last bastion of masking as masking correlates. Oh, you could go to Madison and see your share of idiots, of course. But uh, the last bastion of masking is masking correlates with more Democrat voters and not public health principles. So that's, you know, that was, you know, that's the easy way to show that someone is really still a stooge is if they're still wearing a mask. 
Uh, that was just me interjecting. What I find interesting is how masks reveal that most people, even doctors, are illogical. There were only a few logical moments to unmask in community settings. And if you didn't do it then, but did it at another time, well, that is likely an emotional decision. Here were the logical breaks for masking. If you don't believe community masking helps, this is what the best available data shows. It was rational to never wear one. Jackpot! Apart from mandates to make others feel better, pretty much, and this is the writer saying my position behavior. Uh, you know, I, I didn't care. I didn't care if, if it made someone feel better. It's illogical. It was irrational. I wasn't about to wear a mask to make someone else feel better, particularly when I know my own immune system. So, I mean, that was the thing is that, oh, yes, everyone is assumed uh, COVID positive unless you take the test. But even after taking a test showing that you weren't positive, which I never took a COVID test, the, people were still, still required to wear masks. The whole thing, ridiculousness. And it continues. I mean, this mentality will not end. They'll transfer it over to some other ridiculousness that they ask of the American people. Okay, anyway, back to the masks are nearly all off. If you do think masking has a moderate effect, 5 to 10% reduction in transmission, it was rational to stop wearing masks after you got vaccinated, after you got COVID. If you think masking has a massive effect, 95% reduction, then you are not a rational person. No way it can be that high in the real world with real compliance. And I mean, if you look at European countries, I think there was, was it uh, Sweden perhaps that never went along with the, the hooey that was being, uh, the, the propaganda that was being pushed on the world. If you ever masked a two-year-old and thought it helped following the CDC's guidance, I mean, I guess we could come up with some other uh, well, uh, the acronym CDC maybe stands for something else. But you are gullible and need to distrust authorities more. All the people who stopped masking six months after they had COVID or one year after their last booster are acting completely irrationally. Why stop then and not a day sooner or a month later? I can remember thinking that. Is that so why all of a sudden is it like a light switch flipped on and all these Okay, I'm just going to say it. All these idiots that went around for over a year, I mean, maybe some of them a couple of years, wearing masks, wearing these germ-laden pieces of cloth over their mouths, and then all of a sudden, oh, voila, the government says I don't have to wear a mask anymore, so all the germs are gone. COVID, the big, bad, evil COVID has disappeared. I don't get it. I honestly do not understand how people can look at themselves in the mirrors or live with themselves that are that they are that illogical that they would go along with something like that. And if you are still masking, the only rational choice is to mask until you die. And there are people like that. Have you seen them? I mean, those are those are the die-hard Biden supporters for sure. That, you know, you see, that they're, and they're not wearing the N95, which even has proven to not be, uh, is, is to not be a deterrent from transmitting germs or from actually getting whatever little uh, viruses are out there. But, you know, because unless you're going to wrap yourself in bubble wrap and wear surgical gloves and, uh, you know, just the whole idea, it's just, it, it, it drives me crazy that this is just an example of truly of the illogical 
Oh, I mean, it really is a is 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 an example of the illogical, irrational policies of Democrats. The idea that there are those that just that that just didn't question it, that rolled over and accepted whatever they were told without question, and there was there was no logic involved in it whatsoever. You know, I'm, I'm looking at the clock. If you want to weigh in on this, your opportunity is very limited. 715-845-2155. I mean, what do you think? I mean, do, do you think that we are going to see some sort of, and, and I mean, do you have an idea of what it might possibly be? I mean, I just keep thinking about, well, we have an election looming in November. What is that? What is it that the Democrats are going to try in order to scare the American public into staying home or into, uh, you know, whatever, manipulating them into however they want them to live their lives. 715-845-2155. Ooh, I'm looking at the clock and we're, we're getting down to the wire. You know, I think about, uh, and, and I have invited Congressman Tom Tiffany on tomorrow. He'll be on actually during the Wisconsin Morning News. So during that 740 segment, he'll be joining me. But, uh, we'll, you know, and specifically I want to talk about this uh, border bill because why is it that we are tying and that's what infuriates me beyond comprehension is why it is that we why don't we have a clean bill that is just a bill that addresses the border that should stand alone there should be no reason that it should be tied to funding funding a a war a never-ending war and why is it why is it that all of a sudden and we know I'm being sarcastic or I'm being I'm asking a rhetorical question. We know why we know why the Democrats are in support of a continued war in Ukraine. It has absolutely nothing to do with helping the Ukrainian people. Maybe there's a couple Democrats, these feel good Democrats that actually think that that's making a difference. Is it even trickling down to the Ukrainian people that are suffering as a result of this war? Of course not. Why are we not having discussions about how we can end we can end this conflict? Of course, we're not we're not having those discussions. But again, why are we why is the United States on the hook to continue to fund these wars, to continue to fund the military industrial complex? We know what that's really ultimately what this is about. And I, you know, I would believe and I'll, I'll just say Probably Lindsey Graham is one of them that wants this to continue. We we should we we should pay close attention to where he gets his campaign cash and any Democrat that continues to support this. When did the Democrats and I'll I'll conclude on this note. When did the Democrats all of a sudden become pro-war? I thought they were the peaceniks in our in our country, in our world. All of a sudden they're in favor of all of these conflicts and the continued flushing down the toilet of American taxpayer money. Okay, on that note, I got a boogie. Well, just momentarily. I will return with my next guest of the morning, and I ask you to continue to tune in on The Meg Ellison Show on WSAU. 